Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how I'm mentally preparing for the season of golf ahead so I can reach that mid-amp. And Ryan is even going to give a prediction of where I'm going to land. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello Ryan. Hello Phil. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I was... Um, I was thinking. Oh, dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. But I was thinking about something that you said last week and then something Colm said to me uh, last week as well. Okay. And I think this year, going into where I want to be playing the mid-arm and getting the handicap down even further, I think I need to start taking more of a mental approach. And uh, with all the talk of the handicap system and everything like that that we we had, because um, I asked I asked Colin there, well, uh, what's your handicap? Yeah. Now, and he was like, uh, I think it's plus three, but it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. And it took me a while to sort of get your head around that. Yeah, to understand what he was talking about. What do you think he was talking about? <laughs> the handicap doesn't actually matter. It's it's you playing the course in each hole. You know, it's what you said last week. It's not playing scared. Yeah. It's trying to attack. And watching the two of you play, it, it, it is like that. So I want to take that into my game this year because mm-hmm. I think that's the only way... And you, you, you brought it up about me, like, instead of pulling five wood, I'm going to take six, six iron, iron. Yeah. And, and, and lay up, like, yeah. you know. And because what, what really made me kind of think and then really delve into it in my own mind was, like, last year, yeah, I dropped a lot of shots. But what I did... I, I, I showed that I was able to pull four or five birdies in a round. Yeah. I was show, I showed that I can power holes. I, I, I showed that I can scramble. But if you're making you know? four or five birdies in a round and still shooting plus four, plus five, yeah. that's, that's where the problem lies. Well, not the problem, yeah. but that's the part that you need to to work on yeah yeah you know obviously yes you can hit off shots you can hold pots you can probably birdie like you can literally birdie every hole you play now you're of that standard but you're Thank still you. you're still of a standard where you can double bogey every hole you play yeah yeah to put yeah. to put it plain and simple oh no yeah I, I i understand that and i put a lot of work on myself but i think it's not playing scared anymore yeah I think playing with fear brings those into play the greatest the greatest um, I'm not sure the word I'm trying to to think of here but it's the one thing that that um, sort of defines a good player from a not a bad player but it's uh, yeah that word fear the greatest I know there's a good uh, quote on it I will find it here actually you keep going there sir yeah, but I think with how I did last year, like I was, I was happy with my progression last year, and Bernard got me into a very good place. Yeah, you know, and over the winter period, 
I've been doing a lot of technical work. On your um, swing? Yeah, on the swing, trying to not over-rotate, trying to be more upright, and uh, just getting angles and stuff, and uh, better impact, and a, free, a much freer swing. Yeah. And it feels a lot easier to hit the ball now, and I can be more accurate, I can hit better shot shapes, I can flight the ball down a lot more and uh, I can kind of hit these kind of windows and targets that I want, I can run balls up, you know, so it's now believing that I can do that, Felt. I think is the problem. Sorry, Sam Sneed, you like this? Sam Sneed, yeah, Sam yeah. Sneed. go for it, go for it. Of all hazards, fear is the worst. Oh, that's... Huh? That hurts on so many levels, doesn't it? it? Oh wow! But I remember seeing that a few years back and thinking, "How, how true?" Yeah. Like that how many is times? True. How many times you stood up on like a tight par four, water left, trees right, and just stand up and like the last in the heritage, stand up, bait driver into that water, and then next thing you stand up where you're a provisional, and just hammer this thing straight down the middle. Yeah. Because you're like, Obviously. oh, yeah. it's gone now. Sure, we've messed up. And all of a sudden yeah. you stand up and hammer the provisional. I always say the provisional should be harder than the first tee shot. And it never it's is. Not. I know. Because yeah. in your head it's already over. It's, it's like over. When you, it's gone. I've, I've it's like, just messed this whole up and then you stand up and hammer it. Yeah, because it's like when you uh when you're like you're true nine holes and you're like seven over par and you're like, Oh, this this game is over. Yeah, and then next <laughs> and thing then next thing you're one under or something on the back nine, like yeah. and you're like, What? How do I do that? <laughs> you know, it's it's that mentality. But you, yeah, it's playing free, playing without fear. And it's something that uh when when Colm said that to me, that kind of sparked the what you said to me then, play like playing not to lose, playing to win. And I was kind of like, do you know what? That's I think that's the switch that I need to flick. And then I was like, how do I do that? Yeah. And I was like, but but I have been doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I've shot level par around the front nine on nice, and I've shot under par in the back nine around nice. And it's putting those two together. You, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I've proved to myself I can do it. It's do I believe in myself enough to achieve it? You I know, remember the I, first round I shot under par and it was three over three seven holes. Really? Yeah. I never forget it, like maybe 15 and more in point. And like if you're three over three seven and more in point, you've missed a, like a half drive of a par four, you've missed three par fives. So the mindset sort of went, uh, sure, not much going to happen out of this round. You're three over. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden everything's loosened up. I think I shot like 68. I think I shot three under. So I must have made like six birdies coming in. <laughs> it's you unbelievable know, like, isn't it and were you thinking about it at that stage and how did you get past that mental block like had you shooting level power even at that stage well like, maybe it was, your... uh, it was 20 years ago now Phil but I was well, sort no of maybe to brag about these things uh, no. okay? <laughs> <laughs> just because you shoot under power I don't think you've seen over power for that amount of time you got 84 but... in Port Mark the other day oh yeah, yeah <laughs> it was more over power than my combined over power rounds in the last sort of two or three months oh, yeah but you once you take in slope riding and all that you really shot you really yeah. had 44 points or something <laughs> but um, yeah once once you get comfortable sort of getting under par even when yeah. you when you get around that level par phase and you're like maybe one or two under three nine and you will be off the mindset going how can I get this into the clubhouse in one or two under Yeah. instead of thinking how can I get to four or five under 
Yeah, because that's that's one thing I've noticed playing with better players. Like when they get under par, they they move on. Mm-hmm. They're like where, like I tend if if I'm coming into sixteen level par, you know I. I'm, I'm all of a sudden protecting I'm getting scared yeah, like, I'm, open I'm not up. playing with freedom I'm, you know I'm not saying to myself wow you're you're playing well today just trust it like you know you're saying like oh don't put it over there you know it's that still way. it's um, even the other last week in Baltre we're out there messing around it's January but like I'm one under in the 17th tee uh, 15 years ago I'd have been thinking get this in under par even if you shoot lava par it's been an okay day whereas yeah. now like I finished birdie birdie and shot three under it's just a complete, <laughs> you stand on that 18th I had stood on that 18th tee in Baltre and like do you know this guided one that you talk about yeah that's yeah, what I normally yeah. would have done a while back but instead of just oh, stood up you into that exactly yeah I'm trying to make birdie I'm not thinking oh six here or five here is okay it's not as a yeah. guy I want to make yeah, you, four you, you or I want to make three you only made you only made birdie on that hole because of me as well oh because of the line <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if you took the line or anything of course into, it did like, you're oh, a good putter I, you're a good putter why would why would I not ask you your eyes could be better than me mine <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't know but I'll, I'll I'll take credit for that I'll take yeah, credit for that wouldn't you but take no, it I uh I've, I've, that's what I want to I want to focus in on and I want to move back one thing I've kind of fallen victim to over the last while and I'm trying to now that the season's kind of fast approaching uh, I'm trying to get back into a target based mentality instead of it, it like standing over the ball and nearly be technique based yeah okay, it's, time to, it's time to bring that technique to the golf course that's what I said to the likes of Chris there you know, maybe working on a few things in the range. Yeah. And I was like, do not, do not take this to the course. Work on this. It's so hard not to. I know, but work on this in the range uh, when you're practicing, try and ingrain it. And after, you know, it will ingrain itself in the swing. Do not take these. Yeah. Slowly but but surely you will start to see the differences and work through those, those hard times because it'll not feel comfortable. A swing change is, it's horrible sometimes and you nearly feel better just turn the card or the club round hitting the left hand it feels that bad yeah but it will yeah. in the long run have positive effects on your game but it's just go it, to the course go to the course with like what you have don't be trying these swing changes on the course or you'll just end up hating the game and you'll resort back yeah. to your, your old techniques eh? Yeah, but um, I think a good routine can help eliminate the technical thoughts as well. Like if you have a target picked, that's what I kind of find myself trying to get back into that zone. If I have a target picked, it's like, right, it's the top of that tree. That's what I'm aiming at. Stand up and pick your target, hit the shot yeah, and accept the consequences. Exactly. Just walk and move up on. to it. I nearly, you know, I know it's, it sounds mental, but I nearly sing a tune in my head just to uh so i don't actually um think technical what That's did what i I'm say to you to what did i say to you on the first tea in baltray the other day i had music playing on the first tea to get a song in my head I'll always, oh you did yeah, yeah I'll, I said, always, what are you doing? I'll always have a song yeah. in my head when i'm playing golf yeah and we, the four of us got stood up and hit, we crushed our drives up there. yeah <laughs> absolutely crushed. but i think yeah doing stuff like that where you kind of have to, 
your target base. I need to get back into that and fully commit to it. Yeah, not worry of, about get out it. of get out, but get out of that sort of you know but winter, the, the most winter fe- mindset. Yeah. The most fearful thing is. Um, you know, when you're playing with expensive golf balls like Pro Vs or something like mm-hmm. that, you can get a bit precious with them sometimes. But you know, uh, well, maybe I'd, just go out someday <laughs> and play with something not so expensive and see if that changes anything. I doubt it would. I, I, I don't. I don't think it will because I think I don't it's think just that a natural in, thing. Yeah, I don't think. Does that come into it, golfers' sort of mindset? I don't want to lose this five-year-old ball. Does it? <sighs> Depends on how many you're losing. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why I bought six boxes of Pro Vs off, off Bernard. I still have four left, and that was in September. No, it's not bad going. You're going well. <laughs> yeah, and I play a lot of golf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you, so, um, the amount of golf you play. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's a bad sign as well, you know, that I need to get more aggressive, more, go go for a lot more. Well, trust me, if you're over a, over a golf shot thinking about how much that golf ball costs, can't see you really hitting too many good ones. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. But uh, some people do think like that and, you know, you don't want to, it's at the 17th and nice. that's where... It, it swallows a lot of my golf balls. And mine, I think I've hit it into the water there more than I've hit that green. <laughs> what? What the hell? Mm. <laughs> what is it about that? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> tough, no idea. Tough old. It really is, isn't it? Yeah, and you're sheltered from the wind at the tee, and then next thing, it's halfway up its yeah. flight, and then the wind hits it, and you're like, oh. Yeah, you don't. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy in the bunker there, left of the green. Yeah. You know, I'm happy there all day long. But, um, yeah, I think bringing that aggressiveness, that confidence into this season playing without fear and playing without a thought of my handicap in mind yeah let that let that go yeah I think I have to play with that freedom and that sort of actually, mindset of literally no one cares what you should yeah and I think I have to have that freedom if I'm gonna kick on from here because I feel that everything else is holding me back mm-hmm. and when Colin said that, like, you know, ah, sure, the handicap doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It wasn't It wasn't a thing, like, he was literally telling me right then and there, like, if you think about your handicap, you, you like, you'll play with fear. Like, Game over. Not, you won't be free, like, yeah. you know, the freedom is not caring. Yeah. You know, and that's that's when the low numbers come. And I think come, this, like, this new system actually helps that a bit, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know if it's good or bad for that mental thought. Yeah. It's easier to come back from, uh-huh. to bounce back from, but I don't know if it's any worse or any better. What, um, sorry, I seen, I read uh, an article there during the week and we were talking about this whole general play scores. What percentage of uh, scores put into Golf Ireland app for general play scores? 90%. Or general play scores other than competition scores? Yeah, I'd say 90%. 11. Oh, only 11%? 11%. Interesting. So that's where the Golf Ireland are sort of saying, mm, there's not really a big problem here, it's only 11%. That's the thing mm-hmm. Golf Ireland released there last week, Mark Warley. Mark Orley only does, are you yeah. saying eleven percent of the rounds that uh, were put in were only general play? Yeah, the other eighty nine are all from competitions. 
then what's the big fuss? Exactly. Well, that's what that's what I think. That eleven percent was me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> I think that that's, was just that's where me. Golf Ireland sort of don't think there's a massive problem at the minute when they only see eleven percent of scores inputted as a general play. Yeah, but like. Uh, it's probably because a lot of the uh, as if you listen to the quiz last week and the average age being forty one, that means a lot of club golfers are either in full time work and can't put in general play scores a lot, or, or else of the older age who mightn't have the app and might rely on their weekly stable for competition. So I'd, I'd say there is a bit of that, like as well. Do you think golf courses are set up easier during the week than they are at weekends for competitions? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Easier pin placements. Tees are generally further forward and stuff like that. Could be a reason. I do find that could be a, another small reason why general play scores are slightly better. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Possibly, but like, like if you think about the cycle of a golf course as well, like it's it's priming it for to be nice, fast rolled greens on the weekend, and then kind of Monday. Is kind of recovery and treatment time, you know. So they are gonna shorten the course maybe a little bit, give easier pin positions in to uh, to let the course like recuperate. Really, don't think so. Yeah, and then so- by Friday it's back in shape for the mm-hmm. comps. Yeah, it's just as we've been talking about the whole. World handicap system and these general play scores, the more I've sort of been thinking about it, it's just something I thought of, you know, are these general play scores being put in on like a more on like a Thursday evening when the course is maybe at its most sort of mundane, other than yeah. other than a Saturday or Sunday when the tees are further back and you know, because there's a big difference a now. Big difference, it, but if you're put, yeah. in putting a general play score off, say the whites, and these whites are 10, 15 yards in front of where they're going to be at the weekend sort of yeah. it matters like it does it does it yeah. does but that's that's what they're trying to tackle with the slope like you know because I know if you go to Nace on a Sunday and you're playing in the medal on a Sunday mm-hmm. I tell you those greens are slick you know there's no gimme puts on 5 or 12 but then come Tuesday it's a different story yeah like they're still fast but they're not going to run away fast like you yeah. know so I think yeah there is something to it there is something to it and what do you think now? I had here's 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 a little thing. I had a round deducted from my golf handicap, and I know a few other guys did about having. I'm two not rounds. sure. I'm not sure anyone knew this. Yeah, that you cannot play two competitions on the one day and no, input two, it. Two. Two two rounds in the same golf course is scoring. So like we did two general play rounds on the same golf course and one of them the second one had to be deleted. So we done two in the heritage a few times. Yeah. And both of us done general play scores. Yeah. Yeah. And they had the they took the second one out. Yeah. And literally when they took the second one out on me, you, my handicap actually dropped. It went down again because <laughs> so my second round was worse. They're saying what by this? They're saying you've it's played the course, course that knowledge. day. Oh, right. But you can yeah. play a scratch cup and play 36 in a day and that's allowed. Yeah. See, huh? different strokes for different folks, isn't it? Well, that's you what know? it seems I to be. Do you know? and, and, you know, by my second score being worse, 
it doesn't seem to make the course any easier if I know where the pins are. Well, and well yeah, in, exactly. In courses like the Heritage, um, they give you pin placements as you start out. I you just know, can't. I just, so basically, you've played, say, if you've played 10, 36 holes around the same courses this year, they're taking 10 scores out. So actually, your world handicap system handicap isn't a true reflection of what you're playing like at the minute because they've just deducted 10 scores from your handicap. You could say that. You well, could you, say no, that. no, we can say that. Yeah, I, I think it disproves the fact that my second round was worse. It disproves. Do you think they're just, uh, just, just winging it as it comes, Phil? Yeah. Who's I, making, I, who I, makes these decisions? I don't, it, obviously it's it, it's in the World Handicap System uh, guidelines or something like that because like a lot of us in the club actually got um, rounds deleted, you know, and it, it affected some people's handicaps a lot. Yeah. You know? And, I don't know, I do not uh, understand that. If I, I wanted, if I wanted it. to play fifty-four holes in a day and put in three general play scores, so be it. Yeah, but I, I literally thought that's what the system was for. As well, well, you see, they're probably looking at that, going, "Oh, these boys are putting in two scores a day. They're trying to get their handicap up, or they're trying to get their handicap down, or they're trying to get their handicap down, like most people are." But sadly, the way this new system is being manipulated, they're probably thinking they could they could go up four or five shots here. In three or four days, yeah, if, you know, possibly, but um, yeah, maybe it moves too quick. I don't know, but I know it's it affected some guys a lot more severely. It just seems um, to be every year there's a new rule for this system, and like in the old, or, in or, the, we're, or we're uncovering new rules because we're yeah, testing the boundaries of it. Like <laughs> it's hard to tell. In the old system, it never changed for countless years. And and mm. I think we should stop calling it a world handicap system when it clearly isn't a world handicap system. Yeah, you know we well, use the same we use the same sort of formula. We think we don't actually know what they're using Spain or America because anytime you go there, you can't input a score. Yeah, that that is that is a bit odd to me. It is a bit odd. I don't but know anyway, why, I, don't, I don't know why that's that happens. That's enough about that. I'm, actually, you know what? I'm nearly getting this sick of talking about the World Handicap System. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, do you know, with the new driver in the bag as well, mm-hmm. like, I love the new driver. The new driver went him. well last week in Baltra, I thought. Yeah, I did. I hit yeah. a lot of fairways. Now, because we were playing with mats and stuff and everything like that, you kind of, we chose to take them off the fairways. Yeah, I don't so mind that. I'm hitting out of the rocks ground. No, yeah, I, don't, I didn't mind it as well. Just as long as you don't hit a five foot out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was hitting a lot of fairways. I don't think I missed many fairways. I think missed the second and, yeah. I was going to say, really? do you do you take account of your stats? Like, do you make notes and then I realise sure, you've got Arcos running all the time? Yeah, I have Arcos running and then Arcos said, <laughs> it said, because I compare myself to a four handicap because that's the next uh, target I want to hit. Yeah. And it said that I my driving I think was like six shots off, and I was like I wasn't that bad off the tee, like mm. you know. But then because I'd hit from the rough all the time, yeah, I, oh, I took right. it off over the line. It's it thought it. I was miles yeah, off. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so then when I changed them, when I told them it was the fairway, it actually put my handicap as a four handicap for driving. Oh. So, yeah, 
so it was literally because I was <laughs> offline but um yeah, I'm really, really, really enjoying the new driver. Good. We need to get I you playing uh, events, playing scratch cups and junior scratches, yeah. just to yeah, see. I've loads you, of haven't, you haven't been in a field yet with just people of your standard, just to see where you compare. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> interested to see that. But like, I think playing with yourself and Bernard mm. and, and like Colm and then Keen and like Chris and playing with these standard of guys all the time like it's it, oh, so much but I was you sort know, of looking so at the Golf Ireland um, calendar there this morning sort of looking I wonder if there's an event Phil and I can pick out maybe try and get him to and there's a few yeah. there later in the year but you know what I actually noticed at the start of the year what Right, I'm going to shout out a couple of things here, and you tell me what this is, right? So, Go. Um, Cork Golf Club, the 11th of March, Woodbrook, 19th of March, Royal County Down, 26th of March, and then we go Portrush, 2nd of April, La Hinch, 15th of April, Carlo, 22nd of April, and Ballybunion, the 27th of May, right? So they're on the Irish uh, Golf Ireland calendar. Can you tell me what, what, what's happening in those places? Uh, scratch cups. Yep. Yeah. Women's scratch cups. Women's. Yeah, they have the Do ladies scratch cups on the Golf Ireland calendar. Not one for the men, but those first say six. So you're looking at Cork on the eleventh of March until Carlo on the twenty second of April. They have mm. six scratch cups before their first event which is uh, the 19th of May the women's it's girls it's a warm up isn't it yeah the women's the women's amateurs around Woodbrook I might have missed one before that but what a warm up that is before you kick the season off it really is and look it? at those courses Cork, Woodbrook RCD, Portrush Lynch they're Cork, good courses though. all Irish open standard courses yeah it's not just I just thought you know fair play to the women they've sat down and said and it, like we're, for we're the, getting these women ready for their season let's have six scratch cups 36 holes maybe more around top level golf courses you know what what did you say to Junior the other day when's your first event he says ah, Mike, yeah. I don't know about the West I'll not be prepared for it yeah in start of March yeah when well and let me see when is the West of Ireland is 5th of April the women have four scratch cups before the 5th of April and the scratch cups who decides on the scratch cups is it golf or is it no, the club no it's the club yeah oh, club. and what do, do they declare it to Gol- they'd have let maybe Golf Ireland know or Golf Ireland probably the ladies have approached those clubs ladies Golf well, Ireland probably slight, slight more like and, the like, ladies could be a bit more proactive than the guys just, here, you know? yeah for a chance of it <laughs> you know, just going by everything you, else in the world think, yeah yeah I don't think you could blame Golf Ireland for this one for the men sitting back on it like you know because um, I think if they could have they uh, you know they but should it's be something we've been well. talking about for a long time how many times have you seen people on Twitter or Instagram sort of writing to Gary and saying any scratch cups coming up 
Because literally, if you're if you if you don't befriend these golf clubs on Facebook or Twitter or social media, sometimes you won't know. Sometimes you'll know. We're like, oh, there's Mus- Muskery said a big scratch cup. Yeah, and didn't, some didn't, of the, didn't like, know it was on. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, some of the really private golf clubs that just like to be by themselves as well. They won't really announce it. Yeah, you know? well, there's a few out there, <laughs> but um, I think it's something that's needed, isn't it? A scratch cup calendar. That would be cool. Like, not, and, and literally, not. I'm not just saying for the senior golfer, for the the scratch golfer. Let's get a, a calendar going for senior scratch, scratch cups, cups, senior scratch cups, minor, intermediate. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that that'd be pretty cool. Maybe maybe you could look into that. But I, that means clubs. It's it's nearly down to clubs pulling the finger out and nearly doing it the year before. Yeah, you know, and deciding well, when when they're going to have been it. done. 10 years ago I suppose it could be like uh, the top golfer.ie kind of backs on to that kind of you know kind of well they use some of those dates yeah. as an order and I know it's tough for, I know it's tough sometimes for the calendar that the we'll just say the men have to fit scratch cups in because it's normally all go and as we said in the last pod if you're if you get a run at interclub stuff yeah, you're out for most. Like I, I never had a Sunday free in the summer months for ten years. It's mad, isn't it? Isn't it? Sort of kept yeah. me out of the pub on a Saturday night, though. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, do you think scratch cups are a good way for like a a low handicap or any handicap to progress? Like, of course they are. Because what golf are you playing when you're playing a scratch cup, Phil? Stroke play, boom, yeah, love it. Proper golf, love it. yeah, yeah. Because lo and behold, like they do say, a five handicap there, they go out and shoot two eighties, but in they might have made a nine and a ten in both rounds. So in Stableford they could have had thirty eight points both rounds, but all of a sudden it's proper golf. So we've got two eighties on the card. Yeah, yeah, it makes such a difference, doesn't it? And yeah, <laughs> it really does. It really it does. Makes such a difference. Yeah, and, and it'll, bring, uh, it'll only bring your game on. Yeah, yeah, but the, the like the thing, like I know in Nice, like with the scratch cups, like the seniors get to go out together. Mm-hmm. But any any past that, and it's mixed, and like no offense, but like when you're playing in something like that you want to play with somebody either on your level or better than you well some golf clubs run it over a weekend and it's nearly let's get visitors here let's let's show off our golf course that's more yeah. you know instead of maybe just giving up your golf course for a full day which you have to do to hold a hold a scratch cup when you yeah. when you have a big uh, club membership it's not well, ideal well, well, what do you think about like your playing partners should you be bringing them should you know them like what's what's your theory on that because I do find if I'm not playing with guys who are around my level or better you know this kind of thing can kind of slip into it's not easy yeah I'm not I'm not as into it it's not that I'm not as into it like I could be I spend less time actually playing you know yeah it's not easy but you sort of just have to tell yourself this is the standard we're out with today these guys are trying their best yeah, I'm not saying to, nobody's trying. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's it's a, it's like yeah. a, it's it's a, a subject that's hard to talk about. It uh, is because you don't yeah. want to come across as a dick. Like. Yeah, basically, <laughs> you know, basically. You know, break it down. I don't want to be a dick, and I'm not trying to be a dick. Yeah. But sometimes when I'm when you're out with guys who are maybe 
taking a while to get to the green. Mm-hmm. It can really take you out of your rhythm. Of course, you can. And you're not trying. You're Especially not. Especially like if that. you're like I say, like a quick player, like yourself or yeah. or or me. Um, I'm not certainly a quick player. Ah, you're quick like, compared enough. to. Compared to you, like, what the hell? Yeah. You know? I just, yeah, pull the club and go. What, what more is there to think about? The longer you're over that ball, the more negative thoughts sort of creep into your head. I think that's why I became a quick player. The ball's coming off the face and you're halfway down the fairway, yeah, Jason. Yeah, let's after. go. Move on. Move on. Try and get, I think it must have been as a child, just try and get as many holes in as I can here today. I played quick. I've uh, never played with somebody. I sweat after Do you remember that first, you? that first time we played together? What, Ryan, no, two, two hours, two Two and a half hours. <laughs> two and a half hours, 18 holes. It was absolutely horrible. And you were filming. <laughs> yeah. Per Rosanna. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so like, um, yeah, I think Scratch Cups for me this year is a, is a big team. But uh, yeah, I, trying to play them with somebody... I think just one most, person that can most scratch cups well just going from past experiences if you're playing a junior scratch cup you'll be playing with with uh, people in your category yeah there's very few that, there's very few mixed scratch cups I can tell you that yeah because that it, you really I feel you need that and when I seen Nace last year and they had the section for the seniors mm-hmm. but everything past that was just mixed yeah you know and mm-hmm. then you're kind of you're kind of in the lap of the gods and you're looking at that time timesheet and you're kind of like who who yeah who that's I know? more of a um a weekend of golf a celebratory thing that's show that's show because it's hard to sort of get a game in this isn't it so they're just trying to get as many out as they possibly can over that weekend because of the yeah the members race is so high and there's so many members looking to play so you sort of have to run it over over that weekend yeah, yeah. There is a lot of members there, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> you just there's, there's, you have to keep your members. want to play like. exactly. You have to keep your members happy. <laughs> they're not buying membership. They're not getting membership. They're just not to play. Exactly. Like, every, yeah, it's a, it's to a tough one. It's like I think it's why when we were talking about in the last pod that we sort of moved away from these golf clubs holding the interclub matches and maybe the qualifying and the five or six events a day whereas if they have the home and away all you're doing is giving up a half an hour slot for these couple of games to go out yeah yeah it's very it's very true like well nice are good in that sort of regard because they do get into a lot of the past the first round they, we did well last year and yeah. all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. very well but they will they'll block off time before and after to give the guys space and enough time to take it easy like, yeah I'm looking know, I'm looking forward to the the season and this and watching the interclub games because it's sort of I just came on board last year and July time so I miss most of it so it'll be now that I know, now that I know most of the members will be, be good to watch a few of those games see what sort of yeah. standard they're up to yeah, it's it's always fun watching the seniors. Yeah, and just watching them go off like an a nice the first the first tee shot there. Like you've got the whole club house in the veranda. Yeah, and everyone is on top. Everybody's yeah, yeah. And you got the captain coming over, <laughs> shaking their hand. It's, it is quite nerve wracking. Then you've got this ninety degree turn right, and you're just like, wow, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a fun experience it's a fun experience a home but, advantage should uh, play its part if you're playing right near I'd say sorry I'd say home advantage you know if you're playing your home match right near yeah it's one of those courses that home advantage should play sort of a massive thing in wouldn't it the sort of tight small yeah, tight greens parklands, you sort of yeah. know where you're going yeah 
you know how to get up and down just looking, looking at the clubs that sort of got the All-Ireland Finals the last club couple of years like it's no disrespect to them well done they won their games fair and square but it's clubs that wouldn't have maybe got there in the previous format they're sort of looking at this home advantage they got and uh, sort of pivotal in, the, in, in how they got there mm. I think how like home advantage is, is, is always a thing but uh, so what would you have me playing next year to really drop down well I think what what the journey that you and I are about to go on in the first sort of two or three months of the year we have a lot of shoots sort of built up and we'll be away playing a lot of different golf courses yeah a lot of different grasses you know you'll see I need you I need you to get to fill out the sheet as well where you want to play like because a lot of clubs are open up to having us so yeah we not turn anyone down Phil no, it's just I fitting, just I fitting them in. It's fitting them in. Yeah. The time to do. Oh, we'll definitely get yeah. there, and we'll we'll work it out that, you know, if we're going. But I'm starting. I'm starting to think like, do we play a bit more links? Oh, we, no, well, not, that's that's maybe a chat for I another podcast. Whether do you prefer yeah. links or or parkland? I'm still in the parkland. I'm still on the parkland, but like I'm starting to open up to links, and I'm, it maybe it's the creative inside of me where. In, just like, after seeing I, I kind of, yeah I get kind of excited now I'm kind of like ooh you know yeah, let's ooh, just, what can I do let's just, let's just get a links like I got on uh, last Tuesday yeah. when it's did you, it's did you tell the folks at home what my filthy my filthy up and down on 15 oh, oh 15 what have we done where we, on Baltray 15 you know that mad green no and I sent this no one. no 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 14 kid huh? 14 was it 14 15 was the one you, you hit it stiff and missed <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah but but there, we see, don't even that, talk about no, it no 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 we're not talking about that but yeah 15 so 14 you miss it sort of hit a decent shot spins off down like a into a little bowl about sort of five six feet below the green next thing you, the pins cut tight you can't get your 60 out because it's just this isn't going to no. work and I hadn't been working all day yeah <laughs> so and you're like what do you do here and next thing you pull nine iron back your stance bump it up the bank gets over the ledge <laughs> runs out the foot but see the, yeah. mo- the more the more different golf courses we play the more you'll have to hit shots you're not yeah. comfortable with because like it's the same as me growing up at one point same as you playing in nice it just becomes accustomed to you like you hit an iron shot onto a green like I know aim point yeah. I do aim point on great on I think aim point's brilliant I think everyone should learn aim point but that's maybe for another pod but when you get to greens that you don't know it's brilliant whereas yeah like yeah, when yeah. you're playing nice you hit it on to, to the to the first you just know the way that pot's breaking you don't even hardly have to read it it's just natural instinct yeah. it seems to me in I one think point. I say it on the I say it on the video with Jamie as well I'm like I'm at the front of the green I was like here Jamie do you think it's an advantage or disadvantage that I know exactly what this putt's going to exactly. do and I actually, exactly I actually I hit the hole from like 50 feet yeah because you've hit the you putt know? you've hit the putt 50 times <laughs> you know so it's yeah. getting away getting as I keep saying getting out of your comfort zone you're going to be yeah. hitting shots and putts that you don't know because you the first time you played nice you were like I can't, I can't these greens are insane and insane. difficult insane yeah there's, There's so, so many, many subtle breaks and it's a type yeah. of course you'll only get used to the more you play. 
Yeah. So if yeah. I started even pointing them things, I was oh, there's that many little subtle breaks. Is uh, yeah, it would be. It, I wouldn't like to count my stats after a round, but. Um, so, more scratch cups. More scratch cups. More, more playing with guys on my level to pit myself against them. Yeah. More competitions against you, Bernard. Yeah. Yeah, and play plenty, with freedom and plenty of practice. Yeah, yeah. practice, practice, well, practicing target, the right things. Target based practice. Yeah, and then do you know what I'm loving? Do you know what I'm loving, Ryan? And I think it's underestimated. Like, don't hear enough about it. What? Slow motion swings. You like this, don't you? You've said this to me a few I times. I really do. Getting I can't. those, getting those feels right. Getting those feels, but then if if you're if you have a window or a long window or a mirror or something, you can see the positions you're in. Like, you yeah, know? I remember going to the range as a child up in the used to be Pat Trainer's range, and at, behind every bear there was a like a mirror, like a long yeah. mirror. They 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 seem to be gone. It's probably because they it, do, don't they? Probably because everyone has mobile phones now. Yeah, and, and just did record you see yourself. In Par- yeah, in Parmistown, mm-hmm. in the range up against the wall behind you, they've uh, a holder for your phone. Oh, very good. It's clever, isn't and it? That is very clever. Yes, that's clever. Yeah. I love that little, just that little touch. It's yeah. it's, it's quality. But um, I remember going to Bernard first, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Do it slow." And he'd be always trying to get me to go slower and slower. I just could never. It's so hard to do a slow motion. Yeah, I'd find it harder to. I can do everything slow motion and like feel flat and all. And then as soon as it goes. That's because to, you're used to it. But though. then as soon as you go full speed, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. Just the, the normal swing takes over. Even though you. Yeah. yeah. It's just trying to ingrain those moves. It's hard, but it is. And but I think as well what the slow motion swing does, it gives you an understanding to how this club should be everything. working. Yeah, the body should how, be working. What is the easiest path that this club has to take? Because the easiest path, just like a river, I know geography, whatever. <laughs> the easiest path is going to be the quickest. Yeah. You know, it really is. Like, if you put resistance into that, if you put anything into but that, sadly the, it's going to slow the down. The brain will send you and the body will take the path of least resistance. So if you've made this move 10,000 times, it automatically does that. So if you're trying to yeah. teach your body to make a different move, it'll obviously jump back into the, the move yeah. it's familiar yeah. with. So it's just, yeah, yeah. it's hard. But that's, that's, that's what the winter work has been exactly, all about. Like getting, yeah. getting, getting the hands up. So now I'm in a position on the golf course where, and like I even noticed my tempo has changed. But you've been you using um, a couple of different training aids, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, been. I think we're going to I talk have. to talk to Bernard about those during the week and the, yeah. the benefits of them. Yeah, we're going to have Bernard on, so that, that'll oh, be interesting. Oh, looking forward to that. I am. Can I it be a day? What about a day I'm working and then I can get a few hours off or something? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I'm not your boss, mate. No, no, he's very good. He's very good. Um, but yeah, I have been using a few training aids. I've, I've I've had a few training aids, but I've kind of peeled it back mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but I'm open to everything. Yeah, you know, if it makes you better, I think the most under kind of underused training aids are alignment sticks. To be quite honest, I don't see enough alignment sticks being used in ranges or anything like that I have alignment sticks and in my bag it's 10 years and basically I use them to hold my potter head cover yeah I use them for everything yeah 
but I should use them more. That's what that meant. You know, you use them. I walk into the shop sometimes, and there you are with yeah, lime I do. I do use them. You know, the simple things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a simple thing, and like when like learning how to draw and fade the ball on command, like well, sometimes you think you go out one day and you're playing well, next thing you're out too, like a week later, and like oh, this is awful. The swing feels is the same, <coughs> but you're aiming ten yards further left than you were the week before. Yeah, fire a couple yeah. of alignment sticks down in their range, and all of a sudden you'll notice that. Yeah, yeah, and just even ball position ones as ball well. Ball position, like, even out, stick them know. in the ground, out in the range, get your start lines. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I've sometimes when I'm just out there and I'm, I'm going to kind of go on target based, I'll have one from my feet, feet line. Mm-hmm. And then I'll stick stick one in the ground, probably about eight feet away from me. Yeah. And I'll, I'll curve around either side. Exactly, yeah. You know, and. Uh, They're great for that. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> I was out there one day and there was a guy, guy giving a lesson. Um, just uh, no bays, so in Nace where there, there's the mat on the grass yep. and just a little plank of wood in between uh, mm-hmm. each bay. And he, he was out there giving a lesson. Oh, Jay, I crushed crushed his six art and I just went straight into the alignment. Oh, thing. yes. <laughs> the noise out of it and the team flopping around. I don't the know where the ball went. Yeah. <laughs> Your man just looked over there looking gone. <laughs> Who's this Aegis? <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. It was actually at the spa hill one time when we were kids and my wife's brother, I'm friends with him uh, since since I'm a young lad. But we were at the range. He just got a custom fit for some Mizunos. And we're best selling iron of 2022, really? Yeah, yeah, but um, maybe that's that's a good, good, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, we were on the driving range, right? Mm -hmm. Lower bay, right? And uh, next minute, he tops this one, goes flying, hits the 75 yard thing, and comes back straight out. We had to jump out of the way and smash the window going into the shop. Never seen anything like it in my life. You're not being embedded back man, there. <laughs> you know, your man comes running and goes, what the hell is that? He's up there hitting it off. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I tell you. The things you see in a golf course or in a, <laughs> in a driving pitch. <laughs> yeah. A few close calls over the years. Oh, I don't know. That just popped into my head after that. So, uh, But uh, going into 2023, yeah. I'm going to be more aggressive. I'm gonna play with freedom, Ryan. No fear. And do you know what? Of all hazards, fear. I'm gonna get the, the scratch. Are you? And I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play that mid arm. Good. I am. I hope so. There's no way about it. I'm gonna make it happen. Do no I know where what. it is, Phil? Not yet. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. Give it a quick check there, in case there's an Irish mid arm. I have it. I have it. Sixth of October, you have. 6th of October just guess where it is that, yeah but the, uh, that's the one where that's the one we've got our eyes on okay Port, Port, 6th of October is up north yeah Port Salon yeah yeah I knew that one it was there last year Port Salon in October would definitely be a... very achievable what do you reckon what, what am I let, let, let's make a prediction right now yeah <laughs> let's make a prediction can I get the scratch yes or no no Oh, really? 
That hurts. <laughs> I know how hard it was for me to get the scratch, so I'm still living off this. It took me years. So if you if you get the scratch, yeah, not you. if you get the scratch in six months, I just I just throw the clubs away and say no, no, it's not worth it. So you're saying I won't get scratched? I think honestly, Phil. Go realistically. Go I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. If I'm you not if you <laughs> now that you're a five. Oh, I think two threes um, is a is a, a great year for you. I, I to me that sounds mediocre. It's not. It's, <laughs> I know. I know the levels of a two handicapper, and uh, if you got to it, a two, I'd be very, very impressed. Do you know what? Yeah. Now that you've said that, mm-hmm. it gives me even more determination. Well, that's why I said it, of course. <laughs> I know, it's not. So, <clears throat> but to get into the mid-arm. You're going to need to be scratch. Or better. Yeah. Because I do know one guy who didn't get in and he was scratch. Yeah, that's the way it's working. So, yeah, yeah. But that's the way it's working at the moment. So, I reckon I can. Okay. I hope you do. I'm confident. Yeah. I'm confident. Well, I think I'm ready. Like that. Yeah. I've I've got everything I need. That helps. I've, I do. I'm like saying two, 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 three. It would be a great year. Really? Yep. Doesn't seem good enough. Does it not? Doesn't seem. Oh, I already I already shot two over par last year. You know, I have that in me. That. Yep. And I I was level par. You know, until then. Yeah, but can you shoot eight of those? Yes. Okay. Yes, I can. Good. And Ryan, Good. I will break my back. <laughs> my wife will not see me for months on end. <laughs> trying to get this done. It might be your wife at the end of the year. If you <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But guys, let me know. Do you think I can get the scratch? Get onto me on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever. You can get into the show notes. You can follow us there. Please do rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, Ryan, it's been a good time with you again. And guys, thanks for listening. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Bye, 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 bye.